On today's episode of Senior Quotes, we talk the latest in the NBA Finals and the hot bandwagon that is the Miami Heat, and this past weekend's NFL games, especially the hot steamer that is the NFC East. Let's get into it. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Senior Quote Sports Podcast, brought to you by the Big Picture Sports Group. I'm your host, Aiden Broderick, with my co-host, Jack Coleman. This whole live thing's kind of weird, but we're going to make it work. Uh, for those listening right now, we're on Instagram Live, at BC Senior Quotes, broadcasting, listening to your questions. It's going to be great. we got Shane always on time. Really excited. So, Jack, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. We had a great weekend of sports. Yes, sir. BC Sports are doing well. We're undefeated still. 2-0. Yeah. We'll Let's talk. go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. So, otherwise, there's a lot going on right now as we head into a lot of postseason play for a lot of sports, and the NFL is still going on. So, hey, yeah, a lot I of mean, awesome stuff. Three weeks of NFL action. The Giants aren't good, but as a fantasy player, you know, there's a lot more to watch, and just in general, a great big football fan. You know, that that's me, big of football course. fan. Of course. But yeah, so uh, I like this. I, I feel like <laughs> we're like more personal. Yeah, than usual. yeah this is yeah. great. So we've got our three quotes each, uh, as usual. Those just joining in for the first time with our new setup. We each read these three quotes out from any topic in sports, and the other person has to guess who said it, uh, who's mentioned in it, what's it about, etc. And we're just going to go ahead with that format today. We've got a special top five at the end of the episode, drafting our top five sodas. So uh, stay tuned for that. Big um, stuff. Tell us if you agree or disagree or which ones we missed yes. or which ones you absolutely loved. And meanwhile, when we're reading our quotes out, you guys get in on the action, You know, add your discussion points, add your takes. And ask us other questions about them as well. We'll be adding that in as we go. Like Tommy Gage just said, the Giants are a walking dumpster fire. We agree, but we'll, we'll get to we'll that get to probably. That for sure. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, do you want to start with your first? I can start us out. What Let's do you want do first? You want NBA, NFL? I've got two NFL, one NBA, I think. So, maybe we start, I don't know, go, go NBA to start. Let's knock the three NBA ones out first. Awesome. Uh, so... This is obviously about the NBA playoffs right now. Sure. Uh, tell me, fill in the blank here. I have a blank in the quote. I'm nervous, like doing this on camera. And then uh, tell me, <laughs> and then tell me who said it. Okay. Ao blank. You know where I live. Let me get that. Now this was a big video last night. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It's tough <laughs> if you didn't see it. It's really tough if I you didn't, didn't see it. See it. But oh, I think it perfectly describes oh, this a- series. Okay, Ayo blank. Let me go get that. Yeah, I can't look at the. <laughs> Shane saying Johnny Manziel. Um, I, it's got to be about Heat versus Lakers. It has to be. And I, <laughs> I'm gonna go so wild card here. The two players that come up as wild cards to me is like Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith. So it's one to the other. Wow. So first of all, it's about Heat Celtics. Oh, what? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were previewing the finals, which we're going to do, but I guess not. So, maybe take a second guess about mm. Heat Celtics series. It, anything to do with the Bam out of bio block that we haven't talked about yet? No, if it happened last night, it wouldn't be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe 
Ayo blank, let me come get that. If you didn't Dude, see I, it, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But uh, it was blown up on Twitter last night. It was a video of Dwayne Wade okay. saying, Ayo Paul Pierce, you know oh, where I fair, live. Fair, let me fair, get that. Because that rivalry has been going on. And yeah. now the Heat toppled the Celtics last night and are heading to the NBA Finals against the Lakers. Dude, they look good. They look legit. Um, and I'm cool with it. Like, I really do like the Heat. I love They're it. fun to root for. It's just a really well-built team around Jimmy Butler. I don't think he's ever had this before. Sure, the Sixers might have had more talent around him, but he has never played... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say never played with a center quite as good as Bam Adebayo. I know he played with Joel Embiid, but Adebayo is just different in my opinion. And he showed it this whole series, uh, as did Butler, as did the shooters around him. The one game where Tyler Hero dropped like 37... Then Duncan Robinson does pretty much the same the next game. Maybe not 37, but you know what I mean. He's putting up points. There's for a sure. lot of. Goran Dragic, I love. Just like a consistent. Dragic is great. He's great. Card. He's been in the game for a while, too, yeah. and now he's finally getting his chance, and I love it. We have Bam Adebayo last night putting up 32 points, 14 rebounds. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Now we have Jimmy Buckets, who's absolutely killing it with the Heat. He didn't work out with the Bulls. He didn't work out with the Timberwolves. He played against the entire Timberwolves A team or whatever with the practice squad. Awesome and he came back. Then he went to the 76ers. They got rid of him after they missed the playoffs. And now he's with the Heat. The Heat are doing a perfect rebuild. Like, actually the best rebuild they have. Yeah. And now we get to see LeBron James face against his former championship winning Miami Heat. Yeah. I cannot wait for this series. Um, a lot of props has been given out to Pat Riley for not rebuilding after LeBron and D-Wade left and instead just retooling. And it, it does have to be said that Miami is one of those big markets where they're always bringing in uh, free agents. So I think that makes it a little bit easier for them compared to, say, if the Bucks lose Giannis, it's going to be tougher for them to just bring someone back in or replace him. But how they did build this team is so impressive with guys like Duncan Robinson, who I was reading, like, reached out to the ringer to look into a position with the ringer and then (laughs) here he is three years later in the nba finals you know people are writing at the ringer about him so like that's just so cool and i think there was stories there it was either him i think it was him they they had like his linkedin page or whatever and it was just like duncan robinson small forward for the miami heat full time (laughs) full time uh present like he's killing new hampshire born i think was the first part of this description Mm -hmm. before he even mentioned the nba i think that's where he's from it's just like such a cool down earth guy in that. The fact he has a LinkedIn, I mean, like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I really, hope like there's someone out there who like endorses him for like ball handling. I might, or I might have to go like do that. that right now. Yeah, <laughs> hope they'll uh, appreciate my endorsement. But yeah, I, I think it's easier for a team like the Heat to rebuild in this kind of situation. But the fact that they're back, it shows how great of a coach Eric Spolstra is. I'm a big fan of his. Just shows how well they built this team together. Like Butter just said here. Thank you, Jack, for tuning in. That the 2020 Heat are very similar to the 2019 Nationals, who went all the way. A team that just wasn't expected to do so. In fact, the Nats were like 19-31 and 31 through their first 50 games, and they ended up winning it all because of the chemistry and just they're on a roll. The term we always use, the team of destiny, is what they really feel like. And they go up against the Lakers. My hot take for this series, which we will we'll talk about the Lakers side of it as well. I want to say, and I don't know how to word it, but I feel like the Heat have a much more well-rounded roster mm. and arguably more talented roster. Because obviously, AD, LeBron, two top five players in the league. Like, uh, no question. But Jimmy Butler's rising up that power ranking right now. Might have cracked the top ten at this point. Bam Adebayo's one of the best young centers in the league. Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn when he's healthy. I mean, Hero Gordon last Jogic. night had 19 points. Like, yep. it, it's just low-key performances like that that are Jay absolutely Crowder. Jay Crowder plays his role so well. 
I've seen Olenek put up buckets. Like it's just like it's a deep team, and the Lakers, in my opinion, just don't have that. So so that's my take. I don't know if I'm taking the Heat yet. I want them to win over the Lakers, but there's also a team of the destiny on the Lakers side, being you know the year that Kobe passed away and LeBron and so many players dedicating their season to him. So well, I saw the I one know. and only Drip Bayless oh, say gosh. that there's <laughs> no other team more prepared for LeBron because yep. Spolstra knows exactly how he plays and how to coach against him. Now. Yes. So that's really big. The other thing, super woke. Is that Dion Waiters technically gets a ring either way? Yeah, apparently he he made it past the trade deadline with the Heat. Then they waved him after the whole gummy incident. And Big edible guy, Dion. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. And now he's on the Lakers. But someone else said that the Raptors refused to give like Jonas Valanciunas and those guys a ring last year, even though they made it up until about that time period. They were traded before the trade deadline, so other people are saying that was the difference. Long story short, it's the team that decides whether to give them a ring or not. And everyone on Twitter is saying the Heat are not going to give Deion Waiters a ring. Which, like, okay, fair I, enough. I agree, but part of me also thinks, like, I think you should give anyone who was on the team at any given point in the year a ring. Yeah. Because you never know what individual play could have lost a game yeah. here or there and yeah. shifted anything. So I think that all has a domino effect, and you kind of just got to give everyone a ring. Maybe his whole edible incident is what woke the team up. You know, to, they were to, like, to "Whoa!" <laughs> in the bubble six months later. Yeah, so I don't know. It sounds like how Jimmy G got a ring when he was traded. Who might add has more rings than? Aaron we love that. That's <laughs> awesome for the Patriots to give it to Jimmy G. But yeah, there's your fun fact of the day so far. I did not know that Jimmy G had more rings than Aaron. Wait, wait, but he didn't win. Does he have two rings from the Pats? Because he didn't win last year. So maybe he has two. Maybe. Regardless, very nice of the Patriots. Yeah, so, yeah, that makes I sense. I take it from backup as, as an in-house pass guy. I agree with that. I take it. it. He definitely, that's right. I um, forgot how long Jimmy G was on the Patriots. So, yeah. in regards to the Celtics, I mean, everyone know that knows that they lost last night. Right. But, when you look at the numbers they put up, Tatum, Kemba, Marcus Smart, and Jalen Brown had all had over 20 points. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, that team is really good, and... They've been consistently really good. I like really watching good. them. They're, they're yeah. a fun team. The, the, they just they can't pull it together in order to get to that final, yeah. in order to kind of win. It's almost kind of like the 76ers, where yeah. they have this team put together with guys that can score all across the board, but it's just never enough. So I don't know right. if it's coaching. I mean, Brad Stevens is a uh, great coach. I like, like, I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, Some people say he's a regular season guy. I don't know if I agree with that. You could see a, a Toronto move here. Where who was that for the uh, Dwayne Casey? Dwayne Casey. Yeah. Uh, maybe Brad Stevens goes. Maybe I don't think he should, but it's possible. For me, I was expecting more from Kemba, and he had good moments. And I'm a Kemba guy, but after all the Celtics fans, like as a Nets fan, there was a lot of Kyrie hate, deserved probably as a Celtics fan. But they're saying Kemba's gonna be so much better in the clutch, you know, this and that. And then he really just wasn't there as a clutch performer. And even Tatum, who put zero points up in that one game during the first half of, I want to say it was game five, maybe game four. Regardless, like he would disappear at moments. Mm. And as the number one of that team, I don't know who the number one of the team is. It should be Tatum, in my opinion. It should be. Kemba has an argument for it. Neither proved it you know, in this series to me. The fact that they got there, they have a lot of promise, no doubt. Mm. But I'm not... And they're fun to watch, but I'm just not sold on them as a finals contender. Yeah. I know they made it so close, but the Heat really showed the difference between the two teams is they have closers. And so, yeah. also, stay woke moment here. Okay. Uh, Jason Tatum put up 24 mm-hmm. in a Kobe-like performance. Right. So, I don't know if he should have done more, or, or if that's he had like, stick if they had one, yeah. people would have been like, whoa, 24, 24 for Kobe. Yeah. 
So that's what he was going for. A smart move from him. Maybe he needed like eight assists or something. Yeah, that would have been eight rebounds, mm-hmm. eight three pointers. You know that makes twenty four. Or a center like Shaq, because there obviously they that team needs a true. They center. do, and maybe I, I saw a rumor. I saw a couple rumors today. I don't know if this is one of your quotes. It's not one of mine. That the Indiana Pacers that Oladipo wants out, and then maybe Miles Turner will be on the trade block as well. I've seen both linked to the Celtics, specifically Oladipo wow. for Gordon Hayward. Because Gordon Hayward's an Indiana like guy. Yeah. But I think Miles Turner makes even more sense to have the shot blocker, to have a stretch five, a guy who can get rebounds as well, just some size down low, instead of having Robert Williams trying to pretend to be a, stre- uh, a five. Yeah. And he's awesome. I like Robert Williams, but that's not what he should be. Um, regardless, good series from the Celtics. I was kind of rooting for you because Nick, uh, one of our roommates, big Celtics fan, wanted to see him be happy, but. No. As a Knicks fan, I don't want any yeah, other basketball team yeah. to be happy. And I'm so kind of I'm kind of happy that the Celtics didn't win it all without Kyrie, because then that would have come back in my face. They went further with Ka- uh, with Kemba than Kyrie for sure, but wow. I think Tatum grew more. Trouble in paradise. No, no, <laughs> not at all, not at all. But anyway, let me get to my uh, one NBA quote. Cool. Um, Tyler Hero clapped back at Paul Pierce. Sorry, this is wow. Uh, a, 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 uh, I don't know an immediate quote. This isn't my actual. But I just got a Bleacher Report. Uh, Tyler Hero said, I think I just averaged about 20 points per game in the Eastern Conference Finals. Because apparently Paul Pierce wouldn't call him a bucket. I, I don't know. Wow. It's, just, it's, it's drama. But Tyler Hero, on BC Senior Quotes, you are a bucket. Yeah, 100% a bucket. You are a bucket. We support you. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, who said it? And you'll know what it's about from that. Uh, when I took this job, my goals were to make this a winning basketball program, a free agent destination, and bring a championship to this organization. While I was able to accomplish most of my goals, I won't be able to see them all through. Who said that? Um, if it's recent news, I'm thinking it's a coach slash Doc Rivers with the Clippers today after he was let go. That is correct. So, yes, Boom. the Clippers making headlines, yeah. even though they've been out for like over a week at this point, firing Doc Rivers as their head coach after blowing a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. What, what's your take on that? I don't know. Um, I guess when you have guys like Kawhi and Paul George, they didn't look great towards the end of their playoff stretch, and maybe it's time to kind of go the LeBron route and put in like a Tyron Lue guy who can just kind of let the players coach a bit more, um, and he knows how to handle star talent. I think that would maybe work. I like Doc Rivers. I've always liked Doc Rivers. There's also that another stay woke moment that Doc Rivers' daughter had been with Paul George... And Paul George cheated on her with a stripper. And got then, a stripper pregnant. And then I she's think. and then now she's married to Seth Curry. Yes, 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 that's right. So then that's there right. was that whole weird dynamic in the Mav series. Yep. Anyway, super woke moment. Maybe that was not working out, and there's a lot of tension there. I, I think there could be. I think it, I think actually, it at least adds to it. For I think it's sure. a very valid point, but I think it's mostly about having these two stars. And you want them to have a little bit more control of the game plan, you know, build around them even more so than they already had. Doc Rivers has rings, you know, both, I think, as a player, but certainly as a coach mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with, the, with Celtics. the Celtics. Yeah. So this is a guy who, obviously, great coach, but it seemed like his time was coming to an end. And just the fact that they couldn't get it done in the second round of the playoffs, we didn't even get to see the battle for L.A. that everyone had hyped up yeah. since Kawhi signed with the Clippers. And brought Paul George with him. So I think we will. I think we'll get there at some at point. At some point we will, but I was just checking in. Tyron Lue, like you said, mm-hmm. along with Jeff Van Gundy, mm-hmm. are actually the top two candidates as of right now. But looking at the Nets situation where they talked about candidates for uh, months, and then it turned out that Steve Nash had been decided back in May, mm-hmm. I don't believe 
at this point, any rumors about guys like Ty Lue. Because they're going to be linked to all these positions, and they should be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's almost like everyone has this, you know, plan for, for months. Maybe the Clippers have been thinking about replacing uh, Doc Rivers, excuse me, for this long. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's certainly yeah. possible. And this was their out. So we'll, we'll have to see. So, But I like Tyron Lue for no, the situation. Definitely. So... Um, Two additional takes here. Kind of, yeah. I don't even know if it's necessarily a hot take, but I think another coaching candidate that you could consider for there is maybe Pop. Maybe Popovich. Wow. I mean, we talked about him with the Nets. It's kind of a similar situation with two superstars. Mm-hmm. I think that he would still be in the Western Conference if he so desired to leave his San Antonio Spurs. It would be a reunion with Kawhi. Exactly. So, Who I don't I think that. they were... Because Kawhi had a problem with the training staff, mm-hmm. and then because of that, the Kawhi's entire organization. Team. Right, Kawhi's team. <laughs> what was this? It was like an uncle or it something? It was an uncle, uh, cousin, uh, yeah. They needed to let him be and do his own thing. <laughs> right. It was annoying hearing Kawhi's team every other yeah, week. Yeah, that was annoying. That's like the most annoyed I've ever been at Kawhi. Yeah, no, like, same. I remember we actively did not like Yeah, I tried to stand by it, and I was Kawhi. just like, this yeah. is stupid. Kawhi's great. I yeah. love Kawhi. Um, Second but, take. Um, okay, yeah, that's right. The this come, I, It always comes back to the Knicks for me. Mm. Um I like that the Knicks with Tom Thibodeau were willing to kind of bite on him early. They mm-hmm. like their guy. It's kind of like in the NFL with the draft. If you like your quarterback, you go and get him right away. I think same thing applies to coaching here. We're seeing so many coaches uh, being let go from their teams, and you know the, the list of names is dwindling more and more by the day. So I kind of like that they got their guy. Um, but, you know, Doc Rivers is another name that is out there now. Yeah, and I, at the same time, I don't know where he's going to end up. The Sixers fans were immediately going, talking about, like, we want him. Would you want him? Well, I mean, Steve Nash. Oh, that's right. I but Steve Nash. he's not going to take an assistant. I was about to say, like, maybe as an assistant, but like, no. I mean, he's getting old. At this point, I'd rather have Steve Nash, too, because the same reason we just gave for the Clippers. Like, a young coach who has, rela- like, a relationship already with KD, with mm-hmm. one of the stars, who's going to give them more power than trying to take power away, which I feel like... Doc Rivers wasn't doing that directly, but he wants some of the credit. The dude is a great genius of a head coach, but at the same time, I don't think that's what a team like the Nets wants or a team like the Clippers wants. But the Pelicans, maybe? Alvin Gentry's gone. Uh, A a young star like Zion with a good core around him. A team that can learn from a coach like this. I think that's how it's got to work, not the other way around. So maybe the Pelicans. I think I like that better than the Sixers, too. No, I don't think If he goes to the Sixers, though... Do you think they try to trade one of their stars? Maybe he I, tries to build it, the team it's, himself? It's weird because we've been going back and forth for so long about maybe getting rid of you know, either Embiid or Simmons. I, I think it's potentially something that might need to blow up. Um, but again, two crazy star t- like talent guys who have been plagued by injuries. I don't know. I The Sixers are a weird situation. I just don't want to see it get to the point where it's like a Wizards team where <laughs> Bradley Beal and John Wall are still together, and it's still not working. Yeah, so. I, they might be on that trend, though. Like, it, and, and it's cool for me as a Nets fan. I don't like the Sixers at all. But I really like Ben Simmons. Embiid I'm weird about, but I want to see him do well as well. Um, but it's weird. I, I can't really – I don't see them succeeding at this point. They Not with what they have right now. They need yeah. to either find a shooter who works with them both. Because even Jimmy Butler, when he was there – is not that great of a three-point shooter, but he, like, compared to the rest of the team, was lights out from three. Yeah. So it's like, if they had, uh, not like a Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson won't be leaving the Warriors, but, like, someone in that role, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what they need, but 
They got to find it. You yeah. know, especially if Ben Simmons is their point guard and not their small forward. Honestly, like maybe Bradley Beal. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe just That's get not, the two yeah. teams to figure something out yeah. and then blow each other up at the same time and then switch and cross. PEMDAS. NBA PEMDAS. <laughs> cross cancel. I don't hate that. I actually, that might work. Maybe that's something that we uh, try out in the Sports Analytics Club. Maybe see how that team would work. Definitely. But okay, so on to your next NBA quote. All right, so this is an NBA draft. I'll, oh, I'll say that. Okay. I want to I preview some draft stuff as we uh, head towards, I guess, that season as well. Well, quickly then, do you want to do your NBA Finals takes? NBA Finals takes, I think LeBron wins it. I think it's Team of Destiny with Kobe this year. I love Jimmy, and I want the Heat to win. Um, but I'm a LeBron guy. I'm cool if LeBron gets an easy ring this year. I've been saying that. I think if LeBron were to get a ring here, it's a nice little boost for his resume. So I'm cool with that. My prediction is the series goes six or seven games regardless. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that... I think it's seven. I think it might end up being seven. It's something the league definitely wants. And obviously they're cool with both teams being here. The rivalry of LeBron versus old team, his old coach. Jack Trapp saying Lakers in six. I like that, too. I, I like that. I, I want... I feel like that's been the consensus. Around, I just don't want people Twitter, to sleep on the Heat, and they're not. But I, I think it's almost worth taking the Heat in seven. But I just feel like at the same time, this is the Lakers' year for so many different reasons, but especially that they're playing for Kobe. It feels like they're going to have to come through on winning the finals for him. Another stay woke moment. Okay, another. <laughs> I have a lot. I think that's I my new thing. Stay woke sure. moment. Um, do the Lakers wear the Black Mamba jersey every single night? Wow. Uh, so Having the, lost in it. The Heat have a black away jersey, so they just couldn't... Well, unless they like negotiated that out. If I'm the Heat, I don't let them do that. I'm like, we have to wear these aways whenever we're the away team. Like, yeah. We're not okay with that. Uh, but is that we, disrespect to Kobe? Wow. Oh. Maybe. Maybe... I don't know. That's a good. There you go. In that case, I, I don't know if I'd be able to say that. But or if you're the Heat, <laughs> you make a Black Panther jersey. Wow. So then you get. <laughs> leave wow. it at that. Leave it at that. <laughs> okay. All right. So with that, let's go to your NBA draft uh, take. All right. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give you a chance here to get three points. Jeez. Okay. Or however we do it. I, don't I know guess how three half points. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a little more structured than around. You're winning. You're winning right now. I need yeah. this opportunity. All right. Yeah. So tell me who's saying it, who he's talking about, and what the situation is about. Okay. All right. Well, I'm my own man. He's his own man. He has his opinions. I have mine. Like I said, I feel I could play on any team and do good anywhere I go. So anything that happens, I'm positive. I've got it. I've got it three for three here. Let's go. This is LaMelo Ball. Oh, baby. Talking about LeVar Ball mm -hmm. and how LeVar doesn't want him to be on the Warriors. Yes. Three half full points, whatever it I'm is winning. here. We're Tony Realing it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So I love Lamelo. I'll leave it at that. I'm a big ball guy. The whole ball family, including Lavar and Jello, he needs some love too. Um, huh. He does. If he goes to the Warriors, though, like it's crazy. It's a yeah. third, fourth, I guess. I guess third now because Durant's gone. Third Splash Brother. Yeah. You are getting another Splash Brother. He would probably play off the bench. Right. But with a team coming back with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and you still have Draymond Green, yep. I mean, that's filthy. That's a great draft year to um, get this guy. And he can learn from them, um, especially guys who are kind of similar and comparable in game to him. Yeah, I love the idea um, from a mentorship mm -hmm. perspective where, like, Steph and Clay, like, teaching LaMelo, maybe not fixing his jump shot anymore because I think he's just stuck with what he's got. But when to shoot and like where to shoot from and how like just how to keep his hot streak, how to become more consistent, 
That would be huge. And shoot like 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 Steph. Yes. Steph takes far yeah. shots. These guys play Lamella does way. too. It but would be great. Like Clay's consistency plus Steph's range. I mean, he has the range already, and he has the height to kind of learn from Draymond yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, long term, like Steph and Clay are already thirty. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna and Draymond as well. I don't see any of them playing at their prime after three years from now at, at the latest. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steph's the kind of guy that can keep his career going for a while. Yeah. But the other two and Clay as well, like a Corver in ten years, I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised. But I, I think I don't see how the lineup would look. Like I, you know, you bring him off the bench to start. But then he ends up being your number two overall pick or whatever they have. That's just yeah, your true. six man, you know. Like, and he needs more than that. So what do you do? Do you trade an aging Clay Thompson away? Do you try to work him into the lineup like they did with D'Lo, which clearly didn't work, you yeah. know? And D'Lo had the same strengths. Could be another splash brother, and actually, in my opinion, plays a ton like Lamelo does. Same size, mm-hmm. same everything. I thought I thought Lamelo was taller. He's than that. but. Elo's like six five. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, four. Lamelo I mean, has like some six, explosiveness to yeah. him. Like he can dunk pretty easily oh, sure. now, and is a fairly decent defender yeah. in terms of shot blocking. So uh, I'd say, long story short, though, I don't really love Lamelo to the Timberwolves because it would be two of the same player. Mm-hmm. But at least they'd be able to like pair two guards together instead of trying to make three guards work on the Warriors, especially when two of those players are, are rusty and haven't played for a year. It would just be a weird. I don't know. Like, are you competing now? Are you are you playing for the future? I think they need the Warriors. That says need to go with like Wiseman or Obi Toppin the, or a the guy that can fit in the lineup is, now is needed. We yep. haven't even seen a Warriors team with a true good center. Yeah, it's been all the other guys around them that have been the stars. If they draft a rookie and he's a crazy good center, that is going to be scary. Yeah, that's very scary for that team. The closest they came was like Andrew Bogut, mm-hmm. who was great at his prime, but he was not. Um, Javale was there. JaVale was there. I love JaVale. Love JaVale. I mean, eh, well, <laughs> they need a guy like Wiseman. <laughs> and that, that much better than JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move to the NFL now. Um, I have two NFL quotes. I know you have one. Yep. And I just completely closed them. One sec, here we go. What do you want to start with? I could either go with... A, the worst team in football or something no, else? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not actually a homer today. Wow. Um, but I was going to say, a good team or a bad team? Uh, let's go good team because okay. my next one's a good team. That's This is a tricky good team, though. Okay. Um, he's our starter moving forward, blank said on a Zoom call. You got to tell me who he is and who the blank is. Okay. I believe that this is about Nick Foles, if we're talking about the Bears, after he was put into the game after Mitch Trubisky was finally benched <laughs> to the prayers of Dan Carroll yeah. in this house. Yep. Um, and I'm going to say it was probably Nagy, Matt yep. Nagy. Yep, that's correct. So you're, you're back in the lead for those scoring at home. Uh, yes, Shane, Nick Foles, there correct. You go. <laughs> um, yeah, so first of all, to get this out of the way, get Dan Quinn out of Atlanta. Wow. That is yes. three like, straight, no, two straight games, I think, where they had 99% win probability. As well as a Super Bowl. Yeah, a Super Bowl where they did the same exact mm-hmm. thing. And they lost all three of them. I, it's just not possible. Like, I, you could do the math, like, however many games happen mm-hmm. in an NFL season, how unlikely it is for that to happen once, let alone twice, let alone also in the Super Bowl a couple years back. 28-3, to clearly still in Dan Quinn's head. He's done it two more times. I think 26-10 to was the Bears' deficit that they came back from. I don't remember the Cowboys one. I think it was more like nine-point game. 
But it was just so over. There was like three yeah. minutes left. And the Cowboys still came back with that amazing onside kick. Long story short, Falcons blew it, but the Bears came back because of Nick Foles. I, I He looked... <laughs> he didn't look crazy yet. Like, this is my take on it. He looked right around average for a starting quarterback. But for the Bears, that is huge because that's what they've needed for so long is a quarterback who can consistently make throws that Trubisky just wasn't making. So, yeah, good and for the Bears. The, the main thing <laughs> is that Foles is at least accurate. Yeah. You don't yeah. have the all these underthrows and right. basically Mitch Trubisky never getting beyond, like, rookie year Josh Allen on short passes. At least yeah. Josh can throw bombs. Mitch yeah. Trubisky can't even do that. Nope. It was He's been terrible for that team. Right. Foles, I mean, you have the Super Bowl win with the Eagles. He can hold his own. Do I think it's a long-term franchise quarterback? No. no. For <laughs> now, when you're sitting 3-0, and it's not the worst look. How are they 3-0? That, that's what... Insane. Oh, Insane. The Giants almost beat them without Saquon. Um, the Falcons should have won. And then the Lions were up multiple scores on them, but... Team of Destiny, maybe? I don't want Dan no. to hear that because I don't really believe it, but maybe we start throwing that Team out Team of there. Destiny is the Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, We're for real. talk about it. Let's, uh, what a terrible pass interference call uh, on the Rams, if you remember that. But uh, yeah. All right, no. So, answering Jack Butterfield's question here. Uh, thoughts on the Bears either winning the North or a wild card spot? No. They're not winning the division. I say they lose this week. I Every week I say the Bears are going to lose this week oh, and they somehow pull Wild card, there's an extra spot now, right? Seven uh, teams? Yeah, I guess so. They could so squeak in. like they, Especially the Foles. They're winning games. And sure, it's not pretty, but I think it's possible. Mm. Sure. I'm going to say hot take. Actually, no. I don't really want to stand by because I think it comes back I'm to not, me. I Dan. will not say it. They could be the seventh seed. Maybe. But I, I don't know. Uh, Matt Satilli, welcome him. He says, are we discussing the Packers as the NFC powerhouse? Not yet, but we, I was just saying the Bears, weird team of destiny, but I, I, I think it's the Packers division to lose. Yeah, I, easily. They, they didn't even have Devontae Adams last night. He's just finding Alan Lazard here. Mercedes Lewis, the only first-round pick he's ever thrown a touchdown pass to. Had another one last night. I, I'm, a, I'm a Packers guy this year. That's what Dan doesn't want to hear, but they seem like... Maybe the, no. The Seahawks are my team to beat in the NFC. Yes. that's that's where I'm at. Agreed. On that. Packers up there though. But, Packers yeah. are definitely up there. We talked about this and called it that after the draft, Aaron Rodgers was going to be amped up and ready to play and to prove that whatever quarterback they brought in didn't matter and that it didn't matter that they didn't get more weapons for him. He's still going to ball out. So. I love Aaron Rodgers still right now. Looking like Mahomes last night. Oh, the no look pass. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um. I I still love the theory that they drafted Jordan Love to light a fire under Aaron Rodgers because I love that like, game, there's a chance Jordan Love doesn't. He'll start at some point, but like, what if he never starts a game or never leads them to a great season? I don't think they're concerned about that. I think it was a backwards like uh, reverse psychology win-now play of drafting Jordan Love in the first round over a receiver. What's the over-under <laughs> on weeks before we see a Aaron Rodgers Philly special from Jordan Love? Wow. Uh, NFC Championship. Okay. <laughs> so okay. It's going to happen. That, four it's, months it's from going now. That's happen. my over-under is four months from now. Yeah, I mean, it could. And we'll see more Taysom Hill in the Saints as well. Uh, didn't he fumble away the game last night or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Tough look for Taysom Hill. The guy's getting paid so much to do even less, I feel like, this year. I like the guy. I love his role. It's so unique. but I want Jameis action. Yes, agreed. I want Jameis agreed. action. I want LASIK Jameis Yes, LASIK Jameis so is going to take the league over. He can see street signs now. He can <laughs> easily see a receiver. Exactly. He can I'm see colors in. now. He knows it's like 
30 interceptions, he thought they were his players. You that's, know, that, that was the problem. That's so ridiculous. Look out for That's like James when Steph Curry got contacts, and he was just like, hadn't been playing, and now he can actually see the rim. Yep. Like, <laughs> fix but your eyes. Except, fix your eyes if you're an athlete. Wait, so who was better without – because James still threw for 30 touchdowns and like 5,000 mm-hmm. yards without seeing. So was he better than Steph pre-contacts? There's your Bay question, people. You can answer that below. Meanwhile, you want to take us to your NFL quote? Yeah. Uh, so last yeah. quote of the night from me. Okay. I need this if I want to win. Tell me, do I want to give you another three chance? Nah. Uh, I can. All right, fine. All right. So give me. I, I don't know. I'm not getting three twice. Give me Let's who see. said it. Okay. Who it's about. Yeah. And the other player involved. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was really pissed about that one. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I was pissed because that guy hurt him, unfortunately. Oh, oh no, but this is going to even him out because yep. I also have, okay, Let's Tyler go. Boyd about, no, it's about, jo- no, wait, it might not be. Okay, it might not be, but I just gave away mine, which sucks. Um, it's not about him. It's about the Cowboys' Tristan Hill tackling Chris Carson and, like, doing his gator roll over him. And who said it? Damn it. Uh, I'm just mad that I gave mine away now. Uh, <laughs> is it Pete Carroll? It is Pete All Carroll. All right, so I got three there. There you go. I'm going to make you do mine still, I guess, but... Uh, I, I still kind of don't know what you're Okay, well, about him, I so. said Tyler Boyd. I'll give you that hint for later. Awesome. But anyway, for now, yeah, we were talking about the Seahawks. Um, they look great. Russell Wilson dotting up. Could be the NFC MVP. We'll, we'll see about that, but... Chris Carson, was it, a, it was a run, I think. He had just yeah. gotten past the D-line. And pretty much as the play ended, the guy who brought him down by the legs. The gator roll. Gator rolled over one while holding gator the other. at that point. But Jeez. yeah, yeah, because he held the other leg. And long story short, injured Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. And that's just messed up. It's just bad look for the Cowboys. And it's a guy who's going for money, too. He doesn't have that yeah. contract. Yeah. And you're just taking away money from his family. That's absolutely absurd. And the NFL needs to have a harsher punishment on this and not worry about stupid uh, referee calls that, that are blatantly dumb now. Yeah. Like, this is something that's very serious, and it's affecting players and taking money out of their pocket, and it's completely unfair. No, so yeah. something needs to be done here. Um, but I, I want a Seahawks quote because I think the no-brainer clear MVP for me right now is Russell Wilson. Um, I think Josh Allen has a potential he does. bit at it as well. He does. Um, yeah. But for now, Russ is Mr. Unlimited, <laughs> and he is balling right now. Oh, I absolutely man. love Russell Wilson this year. Dude. The Seahawks are absolutely insane. Um, Russ going for five touchdowns, zero interceptions last night, 300-plus yards. Come on. The dude is balling. Yeah, and I mean, the Cowboys' defense maybe makes him look a little bit better, but, but regardless, he's looked that great for three weeks now and I think he'll continue to do so and it's great where like a league where Lamar and Mahomes almost seem like they'll be battling for the MVP back and Mm -hmm. forth it's cool to see two other quarterbacks sure Russ has been around for a while but the fact that he and Josh Allen not only have arguments but in my opinion stronger arguments than the other two right now we'll see what happens tonight yeah uh, if one dominates the other then they jump back into the MVP conversation Mm -hmm. but honestly if it's like a 28-24 kind of thing and neither like really takes an edge over the other they're both behind not only Russ but also Josh to me right now well I think that they can have a good close game but yeah yeah yeah. if they if if they don't you know throw any picks or you know put up a crazy amount of touchdowns it's they're still in contention uh, Lamar and Pat Mahomes are just never really 
going to be out of it. Those guys are the clear yeah. cut, two best quarterbacks in the league. They have the best, like, some of the best teams around them. Uh, but Josh Allen and Russ are balling out. I mean, Lockett alone has oh. three touchdowns from Russ last yeah. night. You have Metcalf, who didn't look especially no, he, great. He did look good. He no, 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 earlier on. Sure, because he, 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 he fumbled early. Bad look, bad look. But he, he cleaned it up a bit. He had the touchdown towards the end. He had 110 yards on four receptions. Absolutely crazy. I love this team. I think the Seahawks are great, and I'm a Pete Carroll guy, so I'm going to be cheering for them. Now, we have to quickly mention that the Bills almost blow, blew excuse me, a 28-point lead. It's the Rams. It's the crazy Rams this year. I, I like, think that come they, on. their like, offense is great, and I think Goff looks really good this year. Yeah, he does. Surprisingly the very Rams, good. The Rams, I'm happy for McVay and the Rams because I like them, and it's just good to see them bounce back from a disappointing year last year. But the Bills, man, like they look so great in the first half. They just forgot how to play football for a quarter and a half. And then we're bailed out by a pass interference call that I still don't agree with fully. You know, sort of watched it back and could see it. But it just felt like a bailout to get the Bills another win and keep pushing Josh Allen, who, again, was perfect. Mm. But his defense, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, they're still, in my opinion, the best team in the NFC, AFC East. Excuse me. I know the Pats fans here won't agree with that. But I, I just think it, at this point, it, it's clear that no. the Bills have the better quarterback, as good as Cam has looked in Bill Belichick's system. The Bills just have something. Like, it, they it's do. Really, they're going to make a run this year. Josh was insane the yeah. other day. Yeah. Absolutely insane. If, like, yeah. played his ass off. He was awesome. So how many teams with this expanded playoff system do you think are locked to the playoffs right now? If there's 14 teams, seven from each side... Are the Bills a lock yet? Are, like, are the Chiefs and Ravens always a lock? Seahawks, Packers, Chiefs and Ravens are always a, lo- a lock. Right. Uh, Josh Allen MVP, Bills, Dark Horse Super Bowl. I completely agree, it's actually. Possible, I yeah. think that the Bills proved it this week okay. over the Rams. I think the Rams are really good. I'm going to say that the Bills are a lock. Okay. Um, Packers I'd like to throw up there. Yeah. Seahawks I'd like to throw up there. I think you can't knock the Pats. I don't think you can knock uh, maybe... Brady needs another week, but I think the Bucs well, could potentially this, be there. The NFC South has two good teams. The Falcons are so disappointing. I they're wish we could Falcons. take no one from the NFC East because they're all hot garbage. Someone will make it. Who's going to make it, though? I, I want Washington football team. Sure. Excuse me, Washington Red Wolves football team of the D.C. slash DMV area. Got it. Um, I'm, I like Dak, weirdly. I don't like the Cowboys at all, but I feel like that's going to be the team that makes it through. Mm. I'll root the football team on as well, though. That would just be... Haskins looked so bad this he's past garbage. week. He's garbage. He's had good games. He looked terrible. It was against the Bengals, I think. He looked so bad. If that guy can lead a team to the playoffs, though, this year, it'll show that the structure has... I mean, leads them to a division win is what it really would be. I, I don't know. There, there'd be a problem there. Yeah. With the NFC East more than anything else. But, okay, after all that, let me get to my final football quote. It's... Uh, <laughs> the hint is Tyler Boyd, I guess. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> So you, that means you already, okay, whatever, it doesn't let's matter. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> All right. It sucks. It hurts me because I know how much Blank wants to win. I know how much he dedicates himself to this team and the pressure that he has coming to this team. To see him take those hits and for him to go down and for him to get injured, it hurts. It makes me want to fight whoever done anything to him. We have to figure a way to protect him and figure a way to make tough catches on our end as well. So, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. And it's probably about the GOAT Joe Burrow. It is. Do you remember... I don't know if you know the player that hit him. Do you know? I don't know. Um, Do you know who played against the Bengals? Yeah, no, it was the Eagles. Okay, good. I think it was Brandon Graham then. But regardless, you win because you got that half point there kind of thrown to you. Good game. But, yeah, the Bengals, 
I wanted this quote less so because of Burrow. Like, yes, he took a crazy hit and got right back up, and I wanted to shut him out for that. I didn't think it was a dirty hit. I think what Tyler Boyd's just saying here is the fact that they have no protection for Burrow right now yeah. is so bad. He comes from one of the best O-lines in college football, LSU. He probably never really felt this pressure. Go even, Tigers. Yep, even playing against the SEC. And he switches from that to, like, maybe the worst O-line in the AFC. Yeah. So it's been tough for him. The reason I brought this up, though, Bengals, Eagles, tied 23-23 in the weirdest, I think, weirdest NFL game I can remember for, like, years. And the reason I bring this up, I think there was a minute 30 to go, the Eagles driving, they're, like, 54 yards out, and they're ready to take a field goal, fourth down. They get a false start. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it was from 59 to start. So it was already, like, Jake Elliott has the leg. I don't know if he's going to make it, though. I hate that leg. Yeah, he's (laughs) beaten the Giants with it before. There's a false start. So they go to 64 yards away. Mm -hmm. At that point, it's like no one's ever hit a field goal past 63, I think. There's no way he's going to break a record right now and win the game all at once. So they send the punt team out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why are you not at least throwing a Hail Mary? Like, Like, just get the first down even, not even the touchdown. And then they get a delayed game call to go to now 69 nice yards away for the field goal. They're clearly not doing anything there. They punt it away. The Bengals run the ball to run out the clock, yeah. and they both tie. It was literally, I, I'm just, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it before. Are these two teams that just aren't winning teams at this? Like, why? Oh, I mean. What we, is that mentality on either side? one half, that's the Eagles, that's in the tragedy that is the NFC East. Carson Wentz, man. So, Carson Wentz, I, dude. again, Wentz, I've kind of been a seller on him since his major injury. He had I don't, a great touch on a tight He game. did. No, he did. Like, but it was running. It wasn't even a pass. I, I just, I don't necessarily think that they will win with him there. Uh-huh. Um, on the other end, the Bengals are, you know, they just got their quarterback. They were going to start slow. And but I thought this was the game that they win. Well, and they, well he looked, Burrow looks good, though. He looked great this week. He looks great. Um, it's just a matter of closing out and getting his first win. But they do need some protection for him. You don't want a um, what's the what's the Manning father Archie Manning? Yes, Archie Manning situation where he just gets wrecked endlessly and his career kind of fizzles out because of it. Uh, same with Derek Carr's brother. I'm forgetting his uh, name. David Carr. David Carr. Yeah. Um, similar thing. Yeah. So you know, going forward, you're gonna want to emphasize that O line so that you have some protection. I like the receiving unit uh, for the Bengals. I think Boyd and AJ Green. You know, AJ Green been a little bit quiet, but I think that he's someone that has a high ceiling with Burrow sure. throwing to him, yeah. especially in fantasy. That's kind of what I'm thinking yeah. about here. Um, but back to the NFC East, slash especially the Giants, because Matt Satilli had asked, if yep. Gettleman is fired, will Joe Judge stay? It's a tough, tough question for me. I think that I've liked a good amount of play calling from Joe Judge this year. I think it's a step up from what we have seen. It's still hot garbage, okay? (laughs) But I think that some of the blame needs to fall more so on Jason Garrett than Joe Judge immediately right now. Um, I think Gettleman does need to be fired. Yes. Because look at all the first round top, what is it, 10, 6 draft picks we've had, and nothing has come out. I mean, how are the two worst teams in the NFL both from New York? How are three of the worst franchises in sports, and yes, the third is the Knicks, in New York, the Mecca? 
Yeah. It's atrocious. I mean, one of these teams should, may as well just move to Jersey at this point and get a fresh start. Two are already there. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> And maybe that's the problem for the Giants and Jets. We it's don't know. brutal. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Hashtag New Jersey Jets. Yeah, I mean, both of us should be called that at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, Gettleman has to be out. I, I think maybe by the end of the month he's out. Like Honestly, and, and that's not how the Mara-Tish ownership goes about things. Mm-hmm. But, honestly, to make a statement, get rid of him. Like, yeah. like don't wait till the end of the season. He's been as bad... As I've kind of blocked this guy's name out of my as uh, Reese, what's his first name? Our old GM Jerry Reese. Jerry Reese. Oh, I I've say really John's tried to clear out of my head because I, I have some bad memories of drafts from yeah. him as well. But yeah, Jerry Reese, I, like Gettleman. People are already like, you're not gonna like Gettleman as your GM. And I said no, like he brought the Panthers to the Super Bowl. But apparently that was because of the picks made by the GM before him, and he got all the credit for it. Yeah, it was that kind of thing, and we were the suckers that. And I'm a wrong hire guy, so I, I kind of yeah. get that too. And I love Joe Judge though. Like mm-hmm. I, I, we're zero three, and I don't want to blame it on Joe Judge. He yeah. had to adjust to the team. Week one, we played. Who did we play at this point? Um, I remember week two, the Bears. Week one was the Steelers. Saquon. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. We were not tough. beating the Steelers, and we still fought in that game. I saw good drives from Daniel Jones. I saw bad decisions from Daniel Jones, but still, that's you know a second-year coach or quarterback with a new head coach, new offense, new offense coordinator, just new everything. Pretty loss much. of Saquon, it's tough. Loss of Saquon the second game. I didn't expect us to keep fighting. We almost won that game, so that was great. Week three is where it just all went like I don't know what happened. We had new personnel, obviously no Saquon. You'd expect a little bit of a different game plan. I didn't really see that. Our running game went nowhere, even with the Devontae Freeman signing. And then Daniel Jones honestly looked flustered against the Niners, who, yeah, they had most of their starters, but I'm calling it their second team because they had no Bosa, no Solomon Thomas. And then on offense, they had no Jimmy G, no Raheem Mostert, no George Kittle. How are we supposed to... I, I if we know. can't beat it's that, it's beat. really so frustrating. When Nick Mullins outshines Daniel Jones, it's just like yeah. I know that's two two completely different O lines. He had a lot more time than Judge or than Judge gave Daniel Jones. I'll say. But it just sucks right now to be a Giants fan. Like yes. we can say at least we're not the Jets, but what difference does it make my, at this point? My final takeaways with the Giants, though. First of all, if we somehow start winning, and this is delusional, no, nope. yeah, the NFC East is so garbage that we could we're only half technically be only a full game? at the top of the division by the end of the year because it's so so bad. And especially if we end up getting wins against other garbage teams, yeah. I mean, who's to say? Um, outside of that, I think that this year has proven that Saquon Barkley was a bad draft. Yeah. yeah. We are seeing so many running backs step up and take starting role positions this year and doing very well at it that you don't need to draft a star running back. We should have been getting either a quarterback two, or, or building up the line back then. Yep. We easily could have. We easily could have gotten Quentin Nelson that year. Yeah. And look at that Colts O-line. Yeah. So... It's really tough. My third takeaway from it is if we are hot garbage the rest of the year, which it's going that direction, we end up with the first pick in the draft. Do we build the line more? Yeah. Or do we go T-Loss? So everyone is thinking Trevor Lawrence now on so many different fans. I don't necessarily agree. I'm just No, so that's that's the fun pick, right? That's what everyone's saying. Like, we really need to change this team starting at the top, and the top is – not only is the top the executives and maybe even ownership, we won't go there, but the you know the people in charge. So we'll say Gettleman, out. Joe Judge, leave him still. Even Jason Garrett, unless they want the new GM, maybe wants a new offense coordinator, leave Jason for another year because it's too soon to make judgments, no pun intended, on those coaches. I really swear there was no pun intended there. Anyway, 
<laughs> once Gettleman's out, though, people are going to say, oh, we should get a new quarterback. This new GM's going to want to go somewhere other than Daniel Jones. That was Gettleman's guy. And a lot of people do think that the Giants are really, like, coddling Daniel Jones and trying to make it look like this wasn't a bad pick when some people think it already was. Yeah. I'm not there yet, and I don't think we should be at all because he still doesn't have nearly a good enough team around him to show what he could be. Yeah. So we need to get another O-lineman. We, I don't know where we go, though, because Andrew Thomas should be one of the tackles. I don't want to spend another top pick on a tackle unless there's that guy there. But then, I, like, I don't know where we go. We need so also, many things. We don't have a middle linebacker. We have pass rushing. We don't have pass rushing. There's just not oh enough on God, this team. It's never ending. The, the Giants that, are slowly becoming the Knicks. Yeah, I think we're except, already there, man. Except um, you're, you know, not dealing with James Dolan. Yeah, but it feels like But it's like pretty it. bad. So, I don't um, even... But long story short, I think as of right now, I'm taking the best player available who's either an offensive lineman, which is so sad to say again. It's going to be such a boring pick. Or, like, the game-changing defensive player. Mm-hmm. Like, we need that. There's no one. Like, I, I think that tried, anything just, outside of those two picks, if we do get Trevor Lawrence or... Another quarterback. Trevor Lawrence would be such a waste. I, for I so think many I'm reasons. going to be out on the next GM as well if yeah. they make a quarterback pick. Yeah, I yeah. think that at unless least we get something for Daniel Jones, that's, and then that's even fair. still it might not be worth it because the Josh Rosen trade got them like a third round pick, which is just like a waste of what it was a number 14, 15, 16 overall somewhere in there. That's where we got Daniel Jones. Felt like a value pick getting no, 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 no. That's where Dexter Lawrence was. That's we got Daniel Dexter Jones Lawrence at six. Was. Yeah. So it's like giving up on your six overall pick from two years ago already. Terrible idea. We should have taken Josh Allen, the defensive end, at number six. That's my take still. Yeah. It sucks. Like, honestly, long story short, it sucks right now to be a Giants fan. Uh, I'm looking for an AFC team at this point just to root for for this year. Let me know if anyone has one. It won't be the Patriots, no doubt about that. I'm going with the Bills. Really? I have enough of the Bills players in fantasy that I'm in. I want to see them make it to the Super Bowl. And plus Um, Daniel. I want Daniel to have a little bit. That's fair enough. Uh... I don't think I can choose on the spot because, like, I don't want it to be the Chiefs or the Ravens. I, I might go Titans, actually. Okay. Uh, Hayden's a big Titans guy. They're just a fun team with, like, a weird setup. Like, Tannehill's not the best quarterback, but he fits this little system like Jimmy G does. Derrick Henry, when he's on, is so fun to watch, and that defense is awesome. Give me the Titans. Okay. Yeah. So, what you all been waiting for? Top five. Coming to you live. Doing it right here. Yep. Um... That's it for our quotes on the night. Right. I guess I'm. You Victor. won by like a half point, I think. Good, good. Someone might have been scoring at home. It wasn't <laughs> us. Um, yeah. But tonight we're doing top five sodas all time. We haven't done this one yet. No. Would you like to go first here, uh, or do you want me uh, to go? I'm gonna do you go want the snake. I'm gonna go first. It's a snake, and I'm gonna waste the first pick in a wow. way. But no, 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 no. But it's not really a waste. It's yeah. to make a statement. Uh, all week we've been discussing what the mm. best soda is. Not even. It hasn't been an open discussion like that. With our Sports Analytics Club group chat, we've been talking about one soda in particular. And a lot of people don't believe it's an elite soda. But to me, ginger ale is my favorite soda. And I'm okay. taking it number one. Okay. And that's the statement made for me for this show. Ginger ale number one. Listen, ginger ale is a great choice. I don't know if I would put it at number one. But I, I am. It's an excuse to drink soda when you're sick. True. Always fun when True. you're like 10. Um, and now. It's the Joe Flacco of sodas. According to Sam Rockney. According I agree. to Sam Rockney. Yep. It is the Joe Rock <laughs> Joe Rockney. Joe Flacco <laughs> of sodas. Of sodas because it's it's elite. I, I think it's 
it sneaks up on you. Materially, it's yeah. It's elite. It's, it's elite. nice. You can drink it if you want to be sober and, and look like you're sophisticated. Good point. You know, ordering, I've done this for years now, getting a ginger ale at dinner, mm. and it kind of looks like like the beer that your dad has right next to you, but also you're like, I'll have the ginger ale. Mm. It, it feels classy. You have the ale in there. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. And it's when it, borderline you know, beer. It, it's ruined if the server brings it with a straw, though, and you're Ooh. like, wow, I look like a kid. Yeah. But if they don't, like a nice like cold glass of the like ice cubes in there, it looks great, you know, and you feel classy while drinking a soda, and, you know, that's my pick. That's the number one for me. Okay. Easy first pick here, or I guess I have the swing, so easy two picks here. Number one is orange soda. Yeah. Orange soda is unmatched. Now, are you picking a specific? Um, well, you didn't pick ginger ale as specific. Oh, okay, that's fair. Actually, I don't know if I have a... I don't think you need to. Maybe not. So, yeah, yeah. I think Canada Dry is pretty refreshing. Canada Dry is the one I get all the time up here. Mm. Sorry, never mind then. I'll just take... Ginger ale, and you're just taking. I'm doing soda. orange soda. If I had to name one, Fanta, Fanta orange soda. That's what, is I, that's what I was gonna do. Phenomenal. It is always good. But if we're talking orange soda, another sneaky orange soda pick here is Mandarin, the Haritos Mexican oh, orange man. soda. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. That's a preview of one so of mine. So that that has to be mine. my go-to uh, whenever it's available. It's always a little like nice surprise. You're like, yeah. oh, they have orange soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's my number one. Number two on the swing here, I'm going to go with a classic, goes well with anything, Sprite. Easy money. You, you got great endorsements there from athletes. You got LeBron. You have Drake in the, in the Sprite uh, commercial from way back when. I, I think that Sprite is just so standard, kind of like ginger ale, but also so elite. And a special shout-out to McDonald's Sprite. Wow. I feel like that hits different, too. All right, so this is going to be... Going against what we just said about orange soda mm-hmm. and ginger ale, where I'm going to pick... It's a counter to your second pick. Okay. And it's a crazy counter, because I prefer Sprite. Sierra Mist is my number two. Wow. Sierra Mist, and there's reasons for this. There's, like, I always... Okay. I'm not just objective. Obviously, for me, it, it comes... There's connections to all these. Uh, at my... At the ski resort, Okimo, in Vermont, they have... <laughs> yeah, butter is a surprise. Yeah. They have Sierra Mist. And, too. They have Pepsi products, Sierra Mist, etc., so for me, that's what I've had. You know, more than Sprite almost. Now, I like Sprite better, but they're just, it's very even to me. And I love Sierra Mist from, from day one. I can go back 10 years and it's just as good. I don't know how it people say it. It is not just as good. Nope, it's just, it's, it's right there. It's B grade. It is, it wishes it nope. was Sprite. Nope. And it's just not there. Nope. I, I mean. There's more of a difference between Coke and Pepsi to me. Sierra but, Mist is right but there. But see, you, you played the top five wrong because I already uh, had Sprite. Uh-huh. You could have snuck in Sierra Mist but at the very I'm end. I'm making statements this draft. I'm making statements this draft. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing that Sprite's over Sierra Mist. Right. But I'm making statements this draft. Right. People got to respect Sierra Mist. And people got to see Ginger Ale as elite. I think I think you've been hanging out with Dion Waiters too. <laughs> um, All right, number three for me, Doctor oh, Pepper. Oh, Doctor Pepper is a great one. People people think my draft is bad. There's my pick, Doctor mm. Pepper. It's better. I, it, I like it, it's that. probably my. It might be my favorite so far on the list, but I'm making statements of these picks. Doctor Pepper is better than Coke. It's better than Pepsi. It's better than that group. In my opinion, it's the best dark uh, soda. Uh, just just hands down, Doctor Pepper. Okay then. I mean. I'm going to go with another dark soda, if, okay. we're, if we're going by color. Okay. And I'm just going to say Coca-Cola. Okay. You literally can't yeah. beat a Coke. It's it's no, standard. But Dr. Pepper's better, in my opinion. It's it's great. Yeah. Mixy yeah. material. Sure. Fair, it's fair, it's fair, classic, fair. and you can never go wrong with it. Mexican Coke is awesome, too. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there's not much more to say about uh, a Coke. Okay. You know? 
Yeah, safe pick. You're picking safe. Like, oh, like I'm Butter picking, just said you're picking safe? safe. Are yeah, you kidding okay. me? I came I out like that. firing. Let me let me see. With orange let me soda. See. But no on the swing way. here. No, that's where it should on be. On the swing here, no. I'm gonna get a little known drink called the Shirley Temple. Good Shirley pick, Temple good pick, good pick. is elite. But, it just in the same way that you would go out to dinner and order ginger ale right. to make you look professional. I think the Shirley Temple was the go-to when you were a kid and you were at any kind of major family yeah, party thing. Yeah, and you were yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to step it up a bit. I'm going to go Shirley Temple and keep it class. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's like the equivalent to me of ordering like a pink lemonade. You look like a kid. Like you got the, I don't know. It just, it's different between like a lemonade and a pink lemonade. I love Shirley Temple. I got to be honest, but it wasn't on my board. Um... I've got three that I'm picking between here. I, I know my last one. I'm hoping you don't steal it. My safe pick will go first, mm. and it's root beer. <sighs> that was one of my last two. Root beer has to be on that. there. That's a great pick. It might be Stewart's. I've had some great root beer floats. Um, mm. I've also just generally am a big root beer guy, oh, so it had to be on there. is a good argument. Stewart's is going to be my pick because I don't think it's had as often around here as like A&W, mm. Mug. I'm not a Mug guy, but like those kinds. But Stewart's like flies Stewart's to the top is, for me. Stewart's is iconic, yeah. Now, I really can't decide between these two, and I don't even think either of them are going to be your final one. Yeah, no, I'm making statements this job. So you were talking about the Joritos uh, Orange okay. up at El Pallon. Um, No, nah, I'm not going Flavor Pacific. I'm going with the Lime Jarito Soda, or just Lime Soda in general. I'm okay. trying to bring people up to these different sodas, and if you haven't tried Lime, which I'm sure a lot of you haven't, because, like, why would you get a Lime Soda? It's elite. It's incredible. It's so good. I bet you've never had the Jarritos before. I, it just has to be on the board. I, I want people to see it, and it's there, so that's my that's my draft. Okay, well, I'm going to bring it home here with a flavor-specific. Oh, yeah. I'm torn here, though. Uh. I'm very torn. Do I go with the more my own personal Dude, favorite, or do I go with, with no, the... No, no, it's you. It's you. Well, I like both of them, though. They're the same brand. I drafted for me. I didn't draft for these guys out here. I drafted, okay. you know, to tell I'll you include, I'll include the second one as an honorable yeah, mention. Fair enough, because I have an honorable mention. Then I'm going with Mountain Dew Voltage. Wow. The blue wow. Mountain Dew that reigns supreme. Okay. It is incredible. Okay. My honorable mention, then, would have been Baja Blast at Taco Bell. It's okay. fantastic. It always hits different. I sure. think it's because, like, you can only get it at a specific place. It, it drives... Like the experience up a little bit, yeah. Um, but yeah, Mountain Dew is awesome, and Voltage especially is through the roof. Okay, uh, especially in a can too. It's better in nice, a can. nice, nice. Uh, my honorable mentions are cream soda. Uh, I think it's just a not sleeper. a cream soda guy. I think it's just sleep. It's not my top five. It, it, like you picked some that would have been over it's it fair. too for it's me, fair. but it's good. Like, I think it had to be on there somewhere. This is one you've never had before, but it sounds because I'm not a. I don't think I've ever had Mountain Dew Voltage before, so, you know, there you go. I'm not a Mountain Dew guy. Um, there's a Jones Soda Company that used they used to sell this just at the Brennan's Deli, Rumson, New Jersey. Shout them out. Jones, like, blueberry or, or berry blue soda. Mm. It was probably more like blue raspberry. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. I couldn't put it on here because no one would know it. I picked some ones that, you know, people would know but still be surprised by. That's the sleeper of the draft. Uh, I don't know. Blue, blue the the Phantom Blue Raz is crazy insane. as well. Good points. There you go. Um, we're but getting to the last two minutes here of the show. But yeah, that's awesome. As well <laughs> as there was one other one I had that's really good. Uh, grape soda is always great. Grape soda is good. Um, it's too medicinal for me. But it's yeah, good. I get that. Cherry soda. Really cherry good. Coke. I mean, that's technically kind of in the Coke family. Cherry but vanilla. Cherry Dr. Vanilla. Pepper specifically is crazy. Awesome. Um, 
yeah, I mean, there's some good sodas out there. I just wanted, you know, to shock the world with my list today. So, to round out here, that was our top five. Tonight, we have Chiefs, Ravens. When this is on our podcast uh, streaming networks, the game will be over. Yep. For now, we're going to say that, well, I'm going to say that I think the Ravens take it tonight. Wow. I think that the Ravens pound the ball down your throat. Yeah. And if the Chiefs start off as slow as they did last week, yeah. then the Ravens can get an early lead and just keep pounding the ball and getting it going. I'm going the other way. The Chiefs have more to prove, in my opinion. The Ravens are a great team, but Mahomes just hasn't really been lighting it up like he should be. And if the Chiefs want to be taken as seriously as they have in the past and could in the future, like Mahomes will always be there. He'll always be a threat. He needs to show it tonight against one of the best defenses in the league. So I'm going to take him to do that tonight. I'll go Chiefs by... Just four, though. I think it's going to be tight. Either way, great quarterback matchup, great kicking matchup, which, yeah. which is awesome. Let's go Bucker. Um, but that's about it for tonight, guys. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in for everyone on the live stream. And make sure that when the podcast goes live, you rate, review, subscribe, send it to everyone Five you know. Stars, Let's get those numbers up, everybody. Um, thanks again. It's been an awesome night. And I like the live format. I, like I think we're going to go with it moving forward. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Love you guys. And we will see you next week. Love you guys. Peace.